Hey, everybody. Are you recording? Okay. <laughs> Should have checked first. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Kern Talks, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church's podcast, where we revisit the message from this week's church service. I'm Chris DeCue, the worship leader and producer at Kern Church. We know you're busy and maybe don't have time to watch the video for a whole service. Well, we got you covered with Kern Talks. With that said, let's hear Pastor Donna Hester's message from Sunday, March 28th. Hosanna in the highest. Good morning. I'm Donna Hester, pastor of Kern Memorial United Methodist Church in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. And I want to welcome you to worship on this Palm Sunday. Wherever you are joining us from, whether it's Oak Ridge, Tennessee, or across the country, welcome as we prepare to enter into this week and journey with Jesus to Jerusalem. Come with your branches, hosannas, and songs. Fill the air with welcome to the Lord. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. The crowd surged into Jerusalem for the celebration of Passover. This was the high holy time, a time when something wonderful could happen in the lives of the believers. They came offering sacrifices and prayers, bringing their hopes and dreams, their burdens and sorrows. All these were mingled together with the aromas of incense and sacrifice, smoke billowing toward heaven, towards God. The crowds cried out, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Behold, the king comes. He comes riding on a donkey. Surely this is the Son of God. Hosanna in the highest. I came here to the central part of the city to be part of the usual festivities that surround the preparations for Passover. Everything must be done correctly, and I am one of those who is charged with that authority. But my heart isn't in it. I can't seem to get the face and words of Jesus out of my mind. He is like no other prophet we have ever known. There is something so different about him, a great teacher perhaps, but something more. He saw into my soul. He knew my longings and my burdens. Now he has come to Jerusalem. I saw him riding on a small donkey. People were waving palm branches and some were even throwing their cloaks in the path in front of the donkey. His disciples were shouting and people began to sing, Behold, the king comes, the kingdom of this kingdom, the king of this kingdom. I don't think so. His kingdom would be much larger. I don't know what's in store for him here. I do not know that he is in, but I do know that he is in great trouble with the temple hierarchy. They want to get rid of him. Rid of him. He is. He threatens their authority and more. He challenges their faith. He is a dangerous person in their eyes. So this is Jerusalem. I've never been here before. But after the time we spent with Jesus, that miraculous day when he told us of God's power and love for us. I had to follow him here. I have been on the outskirts of town on the Mount of Olives with some of his followers. We listened to him speak in that soft tone that seemed to comfort us. Today he rode a small donkey down the path into the city. It seemed that all Jerusalem turned out to greet him. People were stripping palm fronds from the trees and waving them like banners and shouting, Hosanna, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. 
Some people lined the path of the donkey with their cloaks so that he would not step on stones or stumble. What an incredible sight. This city is so fortunate. He is the Messiah, the Anointed One, and he comes to bring them good news of peace. But I sense something sinister here. Something is not right. There are whispering voices and suspicious glances. The religious leaders are more in evidence than I thought they would be. Perhaps it is only my imagination. After all, I am an outsider. Maybe it is always like this at Passover. The colors are unbelievable. People, plants, colors, shapes, forms. It is almost too much for me to take in. When Jesus healed me, gave me back my sight, I decided to become one of his followers. I am nobody special. I'll never be one of the main disciples, but I will always praise God for the gift I have received through Jesus. Like the woman at the well over there, I was also on the hillside at Mount Olivet. I stood among the many that wanted to enter Jerusalem with Jesus. I have never seen the golden city before now. I followed him down the path. He was astride a small donkey. People were waving palm branches and putting their cloaks in the pathway. It was overwhelming. Here comes the king, they shouted. I agreed with them. He would be the one to rule in my life. I wanted to learn more about him and the good news he brought. There is so much to see. One of the things that bothers my sight is the sense that I get that some people here don't like him. They seem to be wary of him. I've even heard some whispers of finding ways to get rid of him, but I can't be sure of that. After all, there is so much to see, so much to do. We decided to spend Passover in Jerusalem this year. Even though our home is ready for the holiday, we wanted to come with Jesus to Jerusalem. There may be some ways in which I can help. I know how to make preparations for meals and accommodations, and how to deal with the vendors for food. Personally, I prefer, a background, I prefer to be a background person and help in any way that I can. Lazarus wanted us to become part of the group that traveled down the path from the Mount of Olives into Jerusalem. He said it would be like a parade. I would rather have just gone into the city and begun to make arrangements for our sojourn. However, there is nothing that I would not do for my brother. So we followed Jesus down the path. He rode on a donkey. The crowds were gathering and swarming to meet Jesus, shouting and calling out to him. They waved palm branches. It was a parade. I wondered if Jesus was pleased. Everyone seemed to love him, but he wore a look of sadness, just as though all the burdens of the people had been heaped on his shoulders. Something is wrong. This should be a time of triumph, but it isn't. You can just imagine how exciting it was to march down that path from Olivet to Jerusalem. People were shouting out to Jesus and celebrating his presence. There was a great parade. They were waving palm branches. Some of the people were throwing their cloaks onto the path in front of the donkey. I was so happy. I wanted to shout to everyone who came to see Jesus, here is the Messiah, here is the King. Some of the people seemed to know that, for I heard shouts of Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. The Lord entered the holy city and things that will never be the same. He will change things. Those who oppress will be brought low. Peace will be restored to our nation and our people. At last, we will be the people whom God called out of bondage, and we will be a people of light. Martha says that something isn't right. Martha's worried, but that's Martha. She always worries. She will see. Jesus will turn things around here. Just you wait. Yes, I am Lazarus, the one whom Jesus raised from the dead. You know, 
It's hard for me to talk about that. I'm told that I died. Then one day he came and behold, I am alive again. And my life has taken on a new dimension. I feel such a sense of freedom and peace. I wanted to walk into Jerusalem with Jesus. I wanted to shout at the top of my lungs, Jesus raised me from the dead. He is Messiah, the anointed one of God. I convinced Martha, the reluctant one, and Mary, the eager one, to accompany me on the journey from the Mount of Olives into the city. We would be part of a parade that would forever change the lives of all people. We would march in with the king. Jesus mounted a donkey for the trip into the city, a sure sign that the king is coming, a definite reminder of the passages in Isaiah's scroll about the king, the anointed one of God. He would ride into the city on the donkey, a beast of burden. I believe that he is the one, but the look on his face gives me concern. He looks as though he has the burdens of all of us on his shoulders. He should be excited, but he looks sad. It's as though he knows something is coming that we don't know about. It makes me uneasy to see that expression. I wish I knew, is something going to happen to him? Is there something I can do to protect him? Is this going to be his triumphant entry, or will it be something else? I don't know what to think. I am just grateful that I am here with him. I will help him all that I can. Everything will be all right, I am sure. Our gospel lesson this morning comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 21, verses 1 through 11, and I will be reading from the Common English Bible. When they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethphage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus gave two disciples a task. He said to them, Go into the village over there. As soon as you enter, you will find a donkey tied up and a colt with it. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, say that their master needs them. He sent them off right away. Now this happened to fulfill what the prophet said. Say to daughter Zion, Look, your king is coming to you, humble and riding on a donkey, and on a colt, the donkey's offspring. The disciples went and did just as Jesus had ordered them. They brought the donkey and the colt and laid their clothes on them. Then he sat on them. Now a large crowd spread their clothes on the road. Others cut palm branches off the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds in front of him and behind him shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred up. Who is this? they asked. 
The crowds answered, It's the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. This morning is this morning that we know, a morning that we look forward to. It's Palm Sunday. It's a morning that while we are still in a virtual setting and things are not as we remember them from the past, well, they're closer than they were last year. Wasn't the sanctuary. But we opened with the waving of the palm branches by the children. We see the palms before us. But just as we see the palms, we see the cross. And throughout this Lenten season, as we have worshipped and as we have looked at the Scriptures, we have witnessed those who had encounters with Jesus. Close encounters at the cross. And this morning our Reader's Theater heard from those from the last four weeks who encountered Jesus as they might have left with that prayed at the Mount of Olives and proceeded in a red carpet fashion with the laying of cloaks and palm branches and the waving of palm branches as Jesus made his way and entered into the city of Jerusalem. As that parade progressed from the Mount of Olives to Jerusalem, the shouts came with it. Hosanna! Hosanna in the highest! So often we think of this as a grand shout. Hail, King Jesus! But truthfully, Hosanna means save us or save now. And that was the cry of the people. As Jesus made his way from the Mount of Olives to Jerusalem, the shouting, the distress of the people rang out. Hosanna! Hosanna in the highest! Which asked that the angels join in the shouts, join in the cry for God to save as they make their way from Jerusalem or into Jerusalem, we find that it's a busy city and Jesus has entered it on a donkey while the shouts to be saved might have asked that Jesus ride in and a stallion and a war horse. Jesus comes on a donkey. Jesus enters in peace. 
and we hear from those who have encountered Jesus personally throughout the weeks of Lent as they come to Jerusalem. They come to Jerusalem for various reasons. Nicodemus, who encountered Jesus and tried to understand how one is born again, learning that how much God loved the world, that he sent his son. He has entered Jerusalem and he has entered the festival of Passover because of his position within the Jewish leaders. It is his responsibility to put the Passover into place to make sure that each step is observed. And while Nicodemus comes, and Nicodemus comes with excitement, recognizing Jesus' entrance on a donkey, recognizing the crowds that came with him, Nicodemus also enters troubled because he is in the inner circles. Nicodemus knows that the temple leaders are ready to get rid of Jesus. They're threatened by his authority, and they're challenged in their faith. And Nicodemus hears all that is going on and worries Worries for the safety of Jesus. And then we find that the woman at the well, the one who was surprised, surprised that Jesus would even talk to her as a woman, as a Samaritan, it was a shock. But she learned so much about herself. She learned about Jesus' teachings. She learned about living water. And as she enters into Jerusalem for the first time ever, enters into the festival of Passover, not knowing what's going on or not knowing what to expect, we find that she is excited about the way in which Jesus enters. But truthfully, truthfully she also hears what's going on in the side alleys. She hears other words, the whispering voices, the sinister remarks. The suspicious glances. She's not sure what. But she knows something is not right. Jesus is there. Jesus means the world to her. But something is just off-center. And the man born blind, 
also sees Jesus ride in on a donkey. Here's the shouts of Jesus as king. The man born blind had the dust and the spit made into a paste. He went to the pool and washed and received his sight. And with receiving his sight, he made a decision. He made a decision that Jesus would rule his life. He's confident in that decision about Jesus being the Messiah. But he also hears the murmurings around the city. He also recognizes that there's people that don't like Jesus. There's people who have not made the decision to allow Jesus to rule their lives. And there's whispers of getting rid of him. It's not what was expected. But it's what is happening. Martha comes down from the Mount of Olives into Jerusalem. Comes into the crowds, the gatherings, the shouting and the swarming. Not really a scene she prefers to be in. But her brother Lazarus wanted to be at the festival in Jerusalem with Jesus. And she has come to do her part in preparing for the Passover. She sees all that is going on. She sees the parade. But Jesus is a dear, dear friend. And she also sees his sadness. Something is wrong. It's a time of triumph. But it is not. Something is wrong. Her sister Mary enjoys entering into the parade in the crowd and recognizes Jesus as the Messiah, the one who will change things, the one who will restore the nation and the people. Entry of Jesus in peace into Jerusalem shows how God is at work and at hand. But Mary has heard Martha's concerns. Mary knows of Martha's worries and wonders is it just Mary as Mary always is? Or is there something else? Lazarus, the one who encountered Jesus by removing himself from the tomb, resuscitated back to life, comes with the parade follows Jesus along with the sure and definite knowledge 
that the king is coming. He too knows that Jesus should be excited. He too knows that there's excitement everywhere. But Jesus looks so sad. It is as if he knows something we don't. All of these people who have encountered Jesus throughout the Lenten season, all who have learned so much from Jesus, follow him into the city. All of them see the excitement, the parade, the donkey, the palms. But all of them have a sense of dread. We know the story to come this week. We know that a lot will happen. We know how quickly the air, the shouts will change. The shouts will change from Hosanna. Save now to crucify him. It's a story we hear every year. And if we're honest, it's a story we hear every year and a story we need to use to look at our own beings, our own souls. We make the entrance into Jerusalem. We see this story and we see the parade. And quite honestly, when we hear the words, Hosanna, I think we think more of Hosanna as in hail. Hail to Jesus. What would happen? What would happen if we sing, we shout our hosannas with the understanding of what they really mean? Save us. Save us now. We are a people in distress. We are a people who need to call out to God. Hosanna. Hosanna in the highest. May the angels join us in our call of distress. May the angels join us as we cry out to God. Save us now. We find ourselves just as those who encountered Jesus. There are those who are on the inside of the religious ways who need to understand. Who need to understand the teachings of Jesus, how we are born again, how we understand God's love for us. A love in which he sent his one and only son. 
we encounter, some of us may encounter Jesus as a need for living water. A need to recognize the Messiah and the Anointed One in our lives. Some of us may meet and encounter Jesus as ones who are in need of healing. In need of the spit and the saliva or however Jesus chooses to heal. And then there's those of us who meet Jesus and encounter him as a dear friend. But still, a friend that we don't quite understand everything there is for him to offer us. We don't understand his timing. We don't understand his ways. But we know that he indeed is there for us as the resurrection and the life. This Palm Sunday, this Holy Week, let us look at all that has taken place. Let us hear the hosannas, the shouts for saving grace. Let us watch the peaceful entry. Let us recognize the love, mercy, and grace which comes to each and every one of us. Let us pray. Jesus, as we come to you this morning, we come recognizing you're the one who saves us. We come watching you enter into Jerusalem, but yet we know what happens the rest of the week. We come seeking your peace, seeking your love, and seeking your care. Today, this week, through this holy season, come to us and let us encounter everything you have for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Receive now this blessing. Lord, just as we have entered Jerusalem with you, be with us in all the Jerusalems we will be facing. Guide our steps. Encourage our hearts. Give us abundant faith to follow you. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to Kern Memorial United Methodist Church or see entire services, you can visit our YouTube channel, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church, and remember to like and subscribe for updates. You can also visit us on our Facebook page 
at Kern Memorial United Methodist Church. Thanks and have a blessed day.